0: Good evening, angels. Good evening. So, we are on the dawning of a new inauguration. We've already seen uh, posts, and obviously it could be propaganda, but you never know, where people are um, pretending to have certain credentials to get inside. (laughs) What is the plan exactly? The bottom line is I have a lot of people saying to me, nothing's going to happen. Oh, I ain't going to worry. Nothing's going to happen. But shouldn't you be ready so you don't have to get ready or uh, add an extra burden to those of us who will be as ready as we can get? Right? So uh, we're in a serious, serious time, not just in our nation, but on our planet. From what i'm seeing it seems like and i've been saying this to people that uh people are jumping off the planet and some of us are going in ways that probably were not the way they planned or anticipated and um one of my friends from my teenage years recently um in just the most sudden random scenario was killed and uh and and he's just gone. He's a twin, you know. He he had an interesting soul. When I was when we were teenagers, he was on some serious black power stuff. And and he was very aggressive, you know. Uh, you know, the man was holding you down type of thing and you know, it just was and I remember a particular night that um, my cousin was in town, uh, you know, she's an older cousin, and she's in town, and she didn't really play with ghetto people too much, or in the ghetto. And so, um, you know, she was with me, and my one of my friends, who was always like my ride or die, she was with me. And so we linked up with them for whatever reason, you know, we went to their environment, and they thought it would be funny to take my keys out of my ignition, and, you know, just give me a hard time. And really, like, you know, my cousin's from L, we're from L.A., my cousin didn't move, you know, to, the, to Miami or whatever. She still had that whole L.A. spirit, the shenanigans. So that was deeply disturbing to her. And it was disturbing to me. I didn't like it. You know, I didn't like it. But, um, but it was just his nature. You know, it was very aggressive. So over time, you know, we lost contact. You know, I went on with my life. He we went on with his. We didn't have social media. So, you know, we didn't really keep in touch at all. I did not hear or see him until we were on facebook and somehow we connected and he had done a little short stint you know for a short second in jail and uh while he was there he uh got a degree and came out and and was working in a lab and you know just married finally you know to a lady who was strong enough to deal with that kind of spirit he had and so it just seemed like just two minutes ago I was looking at a post about him and his girl, and that's how fast things happen. And and the reason why I'm actually saying this, it's not just because I was ready to leave work as soon as I heard it, but for the first time in my life I had to wipe tears, which I definitely had them because, you know, no, you know he's young, and um, you know he had a mom and a twin and family and sister and so many people care about you you know and then it's iraq that has never been easy for me you know and it's just so final so one of the things that i was talking to my coworker about you know we, i was just saying because one of my other co-workers as i was leaving you know we were talking about the situation and she said this is crazy you know she's um you know she's iraqi and very modern you know americanized to a certain extent um just very awesome And she said to me, so this isn't like just some color thing, you know, it was, uh, she said that last week, one of her friends went off to a place called Manassas, just a random little run to the store type of situation. And somehow something happened that somebody killed him, shot him and killed him. And so I was like, when? she's like, last week. And that's when my friend was killed, last week. So, one of the things that I just want to really, really drive home to you guys is that it's not just a pandemic. We're in a spiritual war. You understand? It's a war, it's not a battle anymore. We've had many of those. Now we are officially at war. And so, you know, we have to really be alert and vigilant in how we behave, how we're treating our spouses. How we are treating our children, you know, just period our loved ones in general, right, so that's super important. I mean, if we don't understand that like there you know my coworker said to me, you know there was almost a fight in the store yesterday because some guys you know uh, were passing by each other in a tiny little walkway and Somebody's arm brushed somebody's arm, and they thought they would just take it to a whole nother level, you know. And and the sad thing is, is that this, there's really nothing right now so serious that we have to fight about it. There's nothing right now, unless it is racial tensions, desperation for money and things and food because of this bullshit pandemic thing. You know, there's a lot going on, and we got to be vigilant in how we act. You don't know. You know, there's a movie that we watched on um, Redbox that was called Unhinged. (laughs) And it's funny because that's what I used to call the MAGA people from the Trump situation. I used to call them unhinged, right? And now I think that America is really seeing how unhinged these people really are. Well, it's not just those people actually. That's just wickedness at work. You know, we have a battle of good and evil. And evil's on its way out and it's trying to take as many conflicted angels with it as it can. And so, you know, I often had like little quick run ins with my friend online um, when he, because he just like switched up in the weirdest way. He used to be so power to the people. You know, the man's trying to hold you down. And then he went off to do the stint, and he came back, oh, you know, things aren't so bad. Oh, Ina, you know, I wouldn't say bad. You know, and he's at work laughing and giggling with his Asian friends and, you know, just doing his thing, you know. But at the end of the day, whatever was going on was coming. And I think that we're constantly in a position to have something take us, unexpectedly. So we have to remain in our relationship. We, we don't think that just because you have a relationship or you feel you do, that you are not going anywhere. You know, I'm not trying to take any of that for granted because... You just don't know what the plan is. And, you know, and you, you know we read Jeremiah twenty nine eleven where he says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to keep you and not destroy you, plans to prosper you and bring you to an expected end. Well, if that is the promise, then we have to continuously actually be in the light, walking in the will of God so that we can, you know, remain here for whatever the reason is. You know, um, I can't imagine what would, you know, what scenario would have us go like that, like Clek. You know, I remember with Gandhi, when Gandhi, you know, when I was growing up listening to Gandhi, oh, he's so peaceful, he almost starved himself to death for peace. He's so peaceful, Gandhi, oh, be like Gandhi, be full of peace, Gandhi, Right? But then, as I get older and I start to do more research, I realize that Gandhi was not only a pedophile, rumored, but he was also a racist. And so, because of of that, I always was like, okay, so he was shot and killed, okay, he was shot and killed. But he was a man of peace. That did not make any sense to me. But then I come to find out, he wasn't peaceful. He was a very vile racist. You know, he used to make complaints about, you know, in Africa during the segregation times, he used to say that they need another door. You know, so he didn't have to go through the door with them. You know, how dare him? So... You know, so with that said, I remember when a guy passed away, and, you know, I remember he, you know, had some challenges fighting for education with his son, and he asked me for help, and I remember stepping up to help him, and, um, and so, you know, I was helping. And then one day, you know, I hear on Facebook or something, you know, that he was, that they were doing a coming home ceremony for him, and, And I didn't want to go, because I don't like to go to funerals. It's like, when I go to funerals, something really huge ends. And, you know, I don't really want anything really to end. So, I would find myself feeling like, you know, I don't want to go to a funeral anymore. Because the last time I went to a funeral, I left my church and then I ended up leaving friends that I felt were family as a result of leaving the church, you know, another time. And that was actually, funny enough, I went to his funeral and then that happened, you know. So I'm not a huge funeral person. However, I was happy that I went to his funeral because I learned things about him that I wouldn't have known, you know. And, and I felt, you know, I felt that he was not normal, like he might have been a little bit of a flirtatious human. And he just he died in a terrible car crash over, you know, that caught on fire. It was bad. And so I was just so like, what? But at the same time, when I'm at the funeral, the pastor says, when your physical body dies on earth, sin wasn't too far behind. And so it turned out, actually, that after that, it turned out he was seeing some people, He had a black wife, he was a black man, and he's cheating on her with a white woman, you know. And it was just a sad thing. So, you know, in this extreme situation with, you know, everything going down, and we need all the warriors we can get, but maybe Cleck, because he had switched up. And he was no longer the man he was. His purpose for being here was no longer necessary in his walking, in his purpose. And so he was taken, cut short, bam, like that. And it just hurts my feelings. It really does. It hurts my feelings. So I just wanted to say that if you're in this, living here and you're alive right now, and I was just saying this on my podcast the other day, don't go around trying to make people unhappy, you know? Don't go around trying to purposely Think about how you can hurt somebody. Oh, she likes to do this, so I'ma make sure she don't get to do that. Oh, they like this, so I'ma make sure I'm not that to them. You know what I mean? If you're doing that, you suck. And you deserve what's coming. Something's coming and you need to be in the right place. And if you're thinking about doing mean things to people and think it's funny to be hurtful, think it's funny to cut people off, think it's funny to act crazy in traffic, think it's funny that you think you have something that somebody could use and you just want to, you know, dog them out and be mean about it, it's not funny. So, you know, I just think that we have to stop. So we want to try to really pay attention to how we're treating other people. We want to try to make sure that we are prayed up before we leave, that our people that we love are prayed up, that we're not treating the people that we love in such a way that they would want us to leave. Like, let's say if I was a drinker, and every time I drank, I beat up on my husband or on my kids or vice versa. I was a man, and I beat up on my wife every time I drank. So now I'm headed out to go get something to drink. You might be praying that I don't come back with that drink. Please don't let him come back in here with no alcohol. Please don't let him come back in this house if he's going to come back in here to drink and beat the fuck out Excuse my expression, I cursed. Um, in the power that we're living in right now, you've got to really watch your words because those words will transcend and um, the universe will align itself to bring you what you've asked for, which is for him or her to not come home. I know that I often find myself being attacked with thoughts of my own indoctrination and issues to where I start to think crazy thoughts and, you know, and in those thoughts I could, not, without thinking, sin willed against my husband or my son or, you know, anybody. And so I have to remember, oh, no, I love them. Keep them safe. Let your mightiest, most powerful angels that never lose a battle encompass about them in a mighty hedge of protection. Like, I have to, right? So I just want to say to you guys, you know, Really be vigilant in how you treat each other, right?